Now Brad Underwood says, let's go. Frazier dribbles, backs away with three, gonna have to shoot it with two, a long, long three. Oh, he got it! He got it! And that's gonna end the half and listen to the roar! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and 7.5. The flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Behind the back dribble, Black, bank shot, go! <laughs> and they say the big guys oh, can't goodness. dribble, right? How did he do that? <laughs> Jordan on the right wing, right corner, Finky. Puts it on the deck, drives in, oh! and slams it in! <laughs> Finky slams it in! Here's the Kenny there battle drive! Exactly! <laughs> Now from courtside at the State Farm Center on the campus of the University of Illinois, here's your host, Scott Beatty. Fighting Illini game day in the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. The Illini tonight hosting the number six ranked Michigan State Spartans. A very tough test for the Illini, especially as they try to wash away a terrible performance with for lack, there's no other way to say it, a terrible game against Wisconsin on Friday night. The Illini now 10-10 on the season, 0-7 in Big Ten play. The Illini is still looking for that first Big Ten win. And Sparty, 17-3 overall, 5-2 in the Big Ten. Scott Beatty and Lauren Tate here with you. And Lauren, it was, you look back to probably what was the high moment of this season so far, was the victory over Missouri for the Illini since then. There's not been really anything to write home about. Not in, not in the final analysis. We came almost a couple of times, but you're right. I mean, it, it, it shows that Illinois can play with these teams for at least a good portion of the game, or at least in, in some cases all 40 minutes, but uh, couldn't get couldn't do anything in the overtimes. And, of course, the, the, the other tough loss on the last-minute shot but by uh, Palmer, I believe it was, for uh, Nebraska. So Illinois has stayed, but this is a David and Goliath situation. And for those who saw... TV, John Malkovic talk about David and Goliath. It's the greatest commercial I've ever seen. I've been watching commercials for 70 years and it's the greatest commercial I've ever seen and he should be here. John Malkovic should be here tonight and, and do that speech that he did for the David and Goliath situation. That's what this is. It, it's not unheard of for a team to get knocked off of, but get knocked off in these types of situations, but Illinois is really going to have their hands full. There's a couple of NBA players out there on the floor right now warming up for the Spartans. Well, that's starting right. with some, Miles of, some of them will be NBA players a year from now or next season. Did you see these stats on, on Michigan State? Number one in the nation opposing shooting percentage, 35%. Number one in the nation in blocks, eight a game. Number two in the nation scoring margin, 21.6 per game. Number three in field goal percentage, 51.8. Number two in rebounds, a plus 11. I mean, number one in assists, 21. I mean, what are you going to do? They're, they're, they're at the top of in everything. Still, I still think there is room here for the Illini to play a lot better than they did against Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. And in some ways... Call me crazy, but I think just Wisconsin was a bad matchup for the Illini. They didn't yes. play well, but it was a bad matchup. That's exactly right. And I wouldn't, I'm not calling for a win here. I'm just saying I think there's going to be a better performance for the Illini. Illinois beat virtually the same players one year ago. That's true. No Malcolm Hill here anymore. No Maverick Morgan. And, and Jackson's been added on their team, but Illinois added some players too. So, I mean, anything can happen, but, I mean, this is a, this is a David and Goliath situation. 
Well, the players weren't happy about what happened either. They ended up holding a players-only meeting. Mark Olstork talking about that to us yesterday. We just um, felt like we needed to have that. Uh, we haven't had one all year, and that's not good for our winning coaches. Have them more often, and we're going to uh, figure this thing out and move forward. Who leads that? I mean, me, it was me, me and Finky um, was the um, one who put it together, but everybody was leading in there. Everybody was talking, so it was good for all of us. And the overall message was just us having a um, plan for um, the front of the jersey and not the back. Um, of course, everybody in here got their um, personal goals, but when the season and we step on the score, all that got to go. We all, we all good players. We all can do good, special things on the court, so we got to just figure out how we all can just trust each other and make each other better. So the players holding some accountability sessions for each other, trying to get this figured out themselves. How do you think that plays out on the court? I think they, you just have to want to wash out what happened against Wisconsin. I suspect, and I don't know, but I think you roll into Wisconsin on Friday night expecting to maybe even win because it's a down year and and you you handled Nebraska except for that last shot. Maybe now you go, you're, you're brought back down to earth a little bit and you realize this is the Big Ten we have to step it up. There is a culture at Wisconsin that when you get there, it's different than anywhere else. I mean, they have 17,000 people there. They've got a different kind of basketball team. They are very careful. They're methodical. They don't make a lot of mistakes. They don't make a lot of fouls. Illinois made three, check me on this, three free throws in the game, right? Yeah. Three. I mean, what does that indicate to you? That they are not putting the other team out of position at all. Exactly. You've got to draw fouls. Good players draw fouls. That's how you've got to get to the line. You've got to get the other guys in foul trouble. And it's happened in a reverse way for Illinois this year. Illinois fouls much too much and gives up too many points on free throws. They've been badly outscored this season from the free throw line. Mark Allstark also saying that this loss against Wisconsin does indeed add motivation for tonight's ball game. Coming to practice, picking up a ball, anything. I mean, if you love a game and you lose like that, anything with basketball, whenever you get a next chance, is going to be amped up. So we look forward to coming here and playing Michigan State. We look forward to having our fans and um, people on our side uh, back, the Orange Crush and everybody. So it's going to be a fun game to watch. Mark Allstork there talking as the Illini are getting ready for Michigan State tonight. The Michigan State Spartans have lost to Michigan and Ohio State in Big Ten play. Lauren and I have more to come here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. We'll bring you our keys to the game. Coach's Corner coming up with Brian Barnhart and Jamal Walker as well. And we may get a surprise visit as well from somebody. We'll see if they show up. Stay with us. You're listening to the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show and Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist. Scott Beatty and Lauren Tate with you courtside, Illinois and Michigan State tipping at 8 o'clock tonight. First game of this year with the students back as well, so the Orange Crush will be in full force. That always helps. Well, Lauren, you talked about the Illini beating Michigan State last year and Michigan State having virtually the same roster. However, Brad Underwood notes it's been a change in some roles for these players on the Michigan State side. They've got two first-round picks, and a, and a freshman and a, and a sophomore. Tom does a great job with them. They've moved miles. He played a lot of power forward, stretch four for them last year, solely to the three. And then a guy who 
couple years ago was a, was a starter for him and going comes off the bench and showing and those guys are playing reduced roles and it's a it's a compliment to Tom in terms of building a great team bond and team chemistry um, and then letting those uh, those young guys shine. We'll get to our keys to the game right now, Lauren, and they're brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Also brought to you by the Pello Window Store. This is a problem because Illinois has, has been a good offensive rebounding team and sent a lot of pe different people to the board. Against Michigan State, that's going to be a real problem because they like to get the ball off the board and run. And if you if you commit too many people up to the to the basket, when you shoot, they're going to be down your throat on the other end pretty fast. So I, I think you, you got to be cautious about that and make sure you have defense when they start their fast break. They, they will take the ball out of the net and try to score. I'll say kind of the same thing. A variation is more simply is just don't let them do what they like to do. Well, they like to run. Because the word a bit is that Michigan State historically can, if they get disrupted early on, they have a little bit more trouble adjusting. Wisconsin didn't have any problems with that on Friday night. Well, I saw what Ohio State did against Michigan State, and they just kept scoring. <laughs> <laughs> that was unbelievable. They sh and this is a really good defensive team, Michigan State, and yet Ohio State made everything. And we'll see what extra element the, uh, the home crowd adds tonight with the students back as well, right on top of the floor. See if that adds any extra element here tonight. Our keys to the game brought to you by the Pella Window Store. For all your window and door needs, visit the Pella Window Store on Country Fair Drive or go to PellaOfChampagne.com and by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign as well. Bill Raftery is here. He will join us in just a moment. It's the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show on Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. Courtside here at the State Farm Center, Illinois and Michigan State tonight on the television call. The analyst, legendary analyst Bill Raftery is with us. Pleasure to have you here, sir. Thank you. Glad to legendary. be here. Legendary. I like that. Legendary. I do. I, well, you can hang around long enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this will be the last you'll hear me after this introduction. I'm working with Tim Brando tonight. <laughs> so, you know, I always say, Timmy thinks he gets paid by the word. So, Maybe he thinks he's on radio. Yeah, he, uh, no, he's great, obviously. We've been together. We were reminiscing. Jeez, uh, maybe in the 80s we were here. And the last time I was here, though, I think Bruce was the coach. I don't oh, think yeah. I was here with John. And you were here before that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, many a time with Lou and some of the great teams, yeah. obviously. just. Uh, I remember uh, interviewing you when you had uh, dark hair. I thought you were going to say when I had money. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it had to be a long time ago. I, I, and then I started coaching in third grade. Uh -huh. What did you think, Bill, when you heard that Brad Underwood had been hired at Illinois? Well, what's interesting, the world, as you've heard, is small. And uh, he worked at Western Illinois with Jimmy Kerwin, who's an old friend of mine. We sort of grew up in Jersey in basketball. And then Jimmy went out to the Midwest, was a high school, junior college coach, and then, of course, hired him. So I've sort of known him, but not intimately. And then two or three years ago, I think I said this this morning on the radio, we had the Vegas games. And this sounds terrible to say, but there was sort of an undercard. They had the right to go to Vegas, but they weren't going to play in the, the three televised games kind of a deal. So I watched them practice. Uh, then I saw him in the tournament. And then last year we had him a couple of weeks with, or two, uh, one week with Oklahoma State. 
And uh, first of all, he's got a coach's voice, which I never had. And uh, they better guard. And if they guard, then he'll be a happy guy. Uh, I think the difficulty now is, you know, being new is the hardest part. Well, it took Huggins a while to build his team at West Virginia to the kind of players that he wants, and I think that's the kind of player that, that uh, Underwood wants. Right, I do. I don't know if he'll go full court. I'm sure he will. Uh, but I, I, I still think they're a heck of a half-court defensive team. And, you know, I, I, the biggest thing is you don't make shots, which is very corny. But if you don't make shots, your defense is going to get exposed. And, you know, that's I what see, I'm afraid tonight. I've, I've seen games where you don't shoot well, and unfortunately that puts you in a hole. But. Well, you know how Michigan State hits the board anyway, and as soon as they hit the they would run. I mean, they're out Correct. going. Well, and even after makes, too, they're, they're scary. That's right. And, and the beef up front has got to be a problem, too, in terms of the length of the game, uh, the physicality of Michigan State in a legal way because of the banging and everything. You know, all of a sudden you don't have the legs and you don't have the – the mobility you may have had early in the game. Well, Illinois doesn't have a lot of depth down low this year. That's no, no secret. And right. Michigan State has plenty of it. They've got veterans coming off the bench in these right. roles. Well, you know, I think Black pays bigger than he is. You know, the, the, the way he releases the ball, you know, the high arc. And he, yeah, it's, so that helps a little bit. And uh, I, I just think you moving around, making some threes outside, something can be a factor for you. I think you've got to make some outside shots. What have you seen out of Michigan State this year and the rest of the Big Ten? Obviously, it seems like Michigan State and Purdue are the, are the top. Are they Final Four contenders? Uh, yes. Uh, not, so they've had a couple of games where they haven't played like it, uh, but there are times, like, even though Indiana is not the Indiana we've seen and grown, maybe you haven't grown to love them, but... Uh, well, they lost three good players yeah, to the NBA they, in one year. That's, that's pretty true. tough. I and see uh, they just brought up Bryant, I see, uh, to the to the NBA. Oh, did this, they? Yeah, this week. Yeah. yeah I mean, it... it but I thought they played very well that game. I thought they got their energy back, you know, got their confidence back, and maybe were a little more aggressive offensively, particularly Bridges. So, yeah, they, they certainly do. It's a matter of are you going to keep getting better and are you good coming that you know, into the big uh, the tournament, Big Ten tournament, and as you get into the uh, the dance. But Purdue on paper seems to have, every, have everything. Size, shooting, uh, they guard well. 23s. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Well, and a kid that nobody talks about is Matthias. I yeah. think that kid, he, you know, he's... He fits uh, right in on that team. Kid of Bates D up from my distance, maybe the player of the year. And probably Matthias won't get any votes, but he's in the hunt, I think, the way he's playing. The way they keep the, they keep bringing in big centers, and, and I think that creates a, a openings on the arc for right. people. I mean, you know, because they, they, they intend to throw the ball inside but they don't have to score inside. Right. But they pass well inside, too. Yeah, that's, you know? a, that's the key. But they, they, they're they tough, no question about it. It'll be interesting to see how many teams get in the tournament. Uh, who's going to make a run now? You know, people are starting to think Michigan's okay. Obviously, Ohio State's okay. But, you know, you're probably going to get six. I mean, uh, I'm sure Jim Delaney would like seven. I but where do you get five and six? I think, we lost, I think we lost Minnesota with the problem. Yeah, with the, yeah exactly. I mean, they they were, so now can anybody else get it going the next uh, couple of weeks? I got to come Maryland, maybe. Yeah. I think Brad was 0-6 last year. Uh -huh. Was he? Yeah, and then uh, he yeah. won 9 out of 10. And they won 9 out of 10. Yeah. I'm not suggesting that'll happen here, uh, but it could. I mean, quite frankly, I mean, if they you know, start to build up some confidence, play together, and uh, become a either better, well, too, shoot it better and pass it as well. 
Well, Bill, it's great to have you here. Appreciate well, thanks, you stopping man. by for a Thank few minutes. Thank you very much. And, thanks uh, for putting up with my dear friend here. You know? <laughs> we, we do what we have to around here. I know. Boy, you can overcome some obstacles, <laughs> let me tell you. Good to see you, Lauren. Good to see you, A lot of great memories. Bill yeah. Raffrey, care, on, thank you. Bill Raffrey on the call tonight on the TV side. And we've got the Coach's Corner coming up with uh, Jamal Walker. Brian Barnhart talks to him. It's the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show and Fighting Illini game day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues now with the Coach's Corner as the Illini gets set for Michigan State tonight at the State Farm Center. Brian Barnhart talks with assistant coach Jamal Walker. The Coach's Corner brought to you by Scotty's Brewhouse and Hickory Point Bank. Here's Brian and Jamal. Jamal, it's great to be home. We finally get to play some home games. Yeah, definitely. Excited to be back and uh, getting the student section back and starting school. So uh, expecting a, a fun crowd tonight. Well, we had the, the heartbreaking loss at Nebraska, and then the other night at Wisconsin was really the first time we just weren't in the game. Uh, we kind of got down early and never recovered. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're disappointed in, in uh, the effort and the execution in which we did things throughout the night, and uh, hopefully our guys learned that uh, you got to bring it every night, especially in this league. Um, there's no easy games home or away, and I think we, gotta, we had an eye-opener for some of our guys in, in intensity level uh, here tonight. Yep, that's for sure. All right, Michigan State, the opponent tonight, You've seen them several times. Uh, we know what they bring to the table. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the uniform stays the same thing. The, the, the name on the back is different, but they still play the same way. I mean, they're, they're one of the explosive teams on the offensive end of the floor. The way they go out and transition, their offensive rebound. These teams are physical and they're tough. And, you know, Izzo has created a brand with the Michigan State program. A lot like and something we want to definitely try to portray here. Yeah, certainly not a team that you can't, you cannot go out there and just show up. You've got to be have your A game on. It's true of any team, but in particular yeah. with a team with the elite stats like they have. Yeah, I mean they got elite stats. I mean they got great size, they got great length, they got great depth. I mean there's one of the teams a lot of people picked to, to win it all uh, in the preseason. So it's a great challenge. Uh, I mean that, but again, as far as in basketball ways. To, to play against the best and see if you how you stack up to that. And this is a good challenge for our guys uh, to see where we're at at this point in the season. I guess the overall uh, themes tonight, you have to get back, as we know, yeah. because they will push it, but also be ready to rebound. Be ready to rebound. I mean, the <laughs> shot goes up. I mean, I, I call it guerrilla warfare on the glass, you know, just the physicality in which they play with, the effort they which they play with. And, uh, and to be perfectly honest, that's the way we've been trying to do things, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, you know, we're top 20 in the country in offensive rebounding. Even though we lack a little bit of size, it's the mentality that you uh, that allows you to go offensive rebound. And, uh, and Michigan State definitely has that. Seems like overall, though, they can turn the ball over. They've been a little prone with that. And I know we like to try to turn people over. So hopefully maybe we can get them kind of out of sync. A yeah, little. I mean, they've had some issues with the, with the turnovers uh, recently, especially uh, this year and, and in years past. Um, this is something that they've had an Achilles heel on, and uh, that's something we want to try to exploit. And uh, that's why we, you know, it, it, that's doing what we do, you know, and hopefully we can do that really, really well so that uh, they do turn over the ball, and that allows us to get out in transition. All right, we'll take a break. Back with Jamal Walker. We'll talk some more about the Spartans after this on the Coach's Corner. It's Illinois basketball tonight. Coach's Corner, Jamal Walker has the scout. Let's start with Miles Bridges, obviously a guy that has a bright future. Absolutely. I mean, he's going to be playing with the logo on his sock someday. Um, terrific player. Uh, for what I know, it seemed like a terrific young man. Uh, you can tell he really cares about his teammates. You can tell he really cares about winning. Uh, for him to come back to school shows that he, ha he has a mission 
to, to, to be uh, not only a terrific basketball player, but to have an opportunity to win games. He's, he's, he's obviously a catalyst for their team. Uh, he he kind of is the heart and soul with his toughness and the way he plays. He kind of epitomizes how Coach Izzo's teams are. Well, when you shoot 52% as a team, which is among the best in the country, that means you're getting a lot of assists. The ball's moving. Yeah, but uh, but, but, cer- <laughs> but certainly uh, Winston has a big part of that. Yeah, he does. He, he's, he's, he's top five in the country in assist rate, meaning he, he accumulates uh, a high portion of their team's assists. Uh, matter of fact, he's, he's 42%. So uh, he's definitely a trigger puller, as I like to call him, the guy who's going to make the decisions in their offense. He's going to have the ball in his hands. Uh, he's a terrific scorer. Uh, he's a good passer. I, I don't think he, he lacks anywhere in the offensive category. And then you have Nick Ward, who's a terrific offensive player in the post. He's kind of those old-school lunch pail Big Ten guys, and this is how he plays. He's 10 feet in, offensive rebounds, and, and angle scores. So um, they got a terrific starting five, and they have great depth. So, uh, again, this is a team that that's the reason why they're in top five, top ten in the country. All right, so um, what's the strategy tonight? How do you counter that? We've talked about some of the principles, but – what can you do to try to at least gum up the works for them a little well, bit? Well, like I said, I think they're they're the the the, you, the name on the back changes for them, but the way they the, how you try to attack them and, and and try to stop them from doing what they do, it, it really hasn't changed. You're going to try to get back in transition. Uh, you're going to try to force them to play a little bit more in the half court. Then, then when the shot goes up, uh, it, it, it's a guerrilla warfare. You know, get your, get your, get your hand, get your boxing gloves out, and be physical and try to keep those guys off the glass. It's going to take a team effort to do that. And then we've we got to try to find ways to disrupt their timing. They're a set play oriented team. We've got to find ways to disrupt their timing, especially at, uh, off them playing off, uh, off down screens and pin downs. I think playing at home is going to help this. You know this better than anybody, Jamal. When you play at home, you're more comfortable. But you know, our shooters. We've got to get better shooting, and I think a guy like Mark Smith, I think, can break out in this in this three-game stage. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he's got, I think some people, you, you're learning how to play in the college game. I think he's, I think Mark uh, is, is improving. He just hadn't shown it indicative of his numbers. Uh, he's going to have a breakout game here shortly. I, I'm not too concerned about that. You know, each guy has kind of went through ups and downs of the freshman and making shots. Uh, just right now, Trent's the guy who's kind of got it going, and uh, this has got to be one of those nights where I hope that they all decide they want to get together and say, hey, I'm gonna, we're going to make some shots tonight. So we'll see. Yeah, and I like what Mark Allstork's doing besides scoring. He had nine points the other night, but ten rebounds. He was crashing the glass. Yeah, I mean, he's, doing, he's, trying, to, he's trying to impact the game uh, besides, besides scoring, something we talk about with our guys a lot, and he's tucking at the heart. He's kind of taking the role of the defensive stopper, a guy we can count on to defend. Uh, doesn't always do it with intelligence at times, but he competes. And that, you know, that's all you can ask. Uh, guys to do is to listen and, and try to be the, the best competitor and compete to win each and every night they go out. All right. Hey, Jamal, good luck tonight. Thank you. All right. That's Jamal Walker with our Coach's Corner for the Spartans. Thanks, Brian. The Coach's Corner brought to us by Hickory Point Bank and Scotty's Brewhouse. I'm Scott Beatty. I'll be back with you after the ball game for the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Stay with us now as we head back out to the State Farm Center for more coverage as Illinois gets set to take on Michigan State. You're listening to News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana.